Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We want to share with you today and just bring encouragement to you, bring you to a place of where, you know, in today's society, there's so many things going on. There's so many negative things happening. There's so many things that, that just take you joy, that steal your happiness, that steal your contentment. But I want to share today experiencing grace. You know, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, in the New King James Version, it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, we take this word confess here and it's the word logos and it means it's two greek words that homo means to uh to say the same thing or to be the same in other words and then logos is the word so to say the same thing that jesus said about your sins what did he say he said that all your sins have been removed so the word cleansed here in this verse means a continuous process a continuous act of releasing you under the old covenant they were covered under a new covenant we've been cleansed but i want to go over to first john chapter 2 verse 12 and this is really going to share a whole lot of light on this experience in grace in 1 John chapter 2, verse 12 in the King James Version, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for His name's sake. Now, the word little children here in this Greek text, is it's a term of endurement. Literally, it means dear little ones or dear ones. But the word forgiven is the word that we want to bring out that I believe is going to help us because your sins are forgiven. So he's talking to believers and he said, look guys, your sins are forgiven. So forgiven is in the perfect tense, meaning once and for all. It need never be repeated. So we see here, he's saying, you know what? Once your sins have been confessed, they don't never need to be repeated. Once your sins have been forgiven, they don't never need to be repeated. So I want to I want to make a little bit of light on what I believe is a misrepresentation. We've taken 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 where it says he's if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We've taken that scripture and we've made a doctrine out of it. We've made a a a text out of it that that's a that's a doctrine we got to live by. But I want you to understand that once you ask Jesus the word repent means to change the way you're thinking. We don't need to confess our sins but one time but we need to repent on a daily basis. Repent means to change the way you're thinking. So in the true Christianity the gospel of Jesus Christ in its authentic essence is forgiveness based and we are forgiven of all of our sins. I believe according to scripture so many people are sick today because they think that their sins are not forgiven or confessed and there's so many Many people say, well, did I forget one? Did I forget one of the sins? Did I forget to confess one of my sins? Did I forget to... And, and I don't believe that God wants us every day at every 30 seconds confessing everything we've done wrong. I think once we've confessed our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us. But I also believe that once we confess our sins or ask Him the forgiveness of our sins... Even forgiveness of sins is not even in the scripture where we're supposed to ask for forgiveness of sins. So we see that all of our sins have been removed and cast as far as the east is from the west. Not only have our past sins been forgiven, but our present sins have been forgiven and our future sins have been forgiven. So all of our sins have been forgiven. We've got to come to grips that all everything's been washed away, that everything's been remitted and omitted from our lives and that we're no longer walking in that place 
of sin. So I want you to see something here in Matthew chapter 9, 2 through 8. Some men brought him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, the faith of the four guys, not the faith of the man that was laying on the mat, but the faith of, the, of, their, of their faith, he said to the men, Take heart, son, talking to the man that was on the mat, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easy for me to say. Your sins are forgiven or say, Get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So who is the Son of Man? We're talking about Jesus here. I want you to understand today that we have the power to forgive sin. We have the power to remit and remove sins from people's lives. So he said, is it easier for me to say or your sins are forgiven or get up and walk? And so he said, I want you to know that, that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, get up, take up your mat and go home. Then the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe and they praised God who had given such authority to man. So he had given this authority to man. The man never asked to be healed. He never asked to have his sins forgiven. Jesus did them just because of his goodness and his mercy and his grace. That's what I want us to understand today when we're talking about forgiveness of sins. Confession. There's so many people spending so much time confessing their sins, they can't experience the goodness of God's marvelous grace. We need to experience God's marvelous grace in our lives. And little children, because your sins are forgiven, you for His name's sake. So all of your sins have been removed for His name's sake. That's the beauty of grace.